Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toffee, toffee. It's black cap. Hashtag Buckheaders. That's magnificent. Hello, John. Hello dear viewer and probably listener and welcome to ABW Live. You're all here gathered today for a sermon on Burnley nil, Arsenal nil. That's our show done. Thank you very much. Good night. That was a load of shit. <laughs> oh dear, we have to carry on, don't we? Right, I have got two people making their ABW Live debuts today. It's the man, the myth, the legend. It's only Gaff from Shewa. All right, Treacle. How you doing, Donny? I am spending more time talking to you recently than I'm spending talking to my own offspring. How's that? Not a bad choice, to be fair. <laughs> Not a bad choice. Oh, dear. What did you Love say? You, <laughs> what did you say when, um, just before we started this, about this you making your debut on this show? Uh, you couldn't have picked a better game for me to do this. We've got so many talking points. <laughs> and it's such an exciting game. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Come on, yeah. come on. Keep, keep me awake till dinner time. Come on. Lovely. Right. Also, with us making his uh, ABW Live debut, it's Nicky Wilson. He's, a, he's done a few preview shows with me. It's he's he's a, he's a Twitch legend, aren't you, Nick? Who? You, Twitch <laughs> legend. How are you going on, Danny? I'm um, good. You are officially the only other person in Norwich, along with Ellis, that has the internet. Uh, are people well, Joe? Yeah. Well, he's at work at the moment, so he's not on the Norwich internet. So hopefully, yeah. this should do well for the rest of the stream. Oh, living the dream. If people want to find you on, on Twitch, you do hours and hours of mainly beat them up and shit Japanese games. Where can people find you? Uh, Nick Fights. Let's just, just type it in on Twitch and just in, search for it. In English, that was Nick Fights because uh, he's, got, he's got a little bit of a twang there, which I have yeah. from all the people living around where I live because we don't live that far apart. Oh, I think there's a cat trying to get in the window. Another job for windows closed. Right, um... The way we're going to do this, I'll get both of these to talk about um, their summary of the game, and then we're going to go through a few talking points of the game. I'm not going to save the questions for the end because, get your little fingers ready, I'm hosting, I'm producing, I'm doing the tweets, and I'm shouting at the cats, and I'm trying to make Gav behave himself. That's five things at once. I can't cut and paste all your questions into our usual chat things. So what I'll do, if I see a decent question as we're going through the show, I'll stop the show and ask your question there and then. So if you've got a question, it's, it's a good one. Just put question and then what it is, and then I, I shall do that. Uh, right, first of all, we need to say thank you very much to J-Rob, who is... Oh, I've just scrolled down and it's gone. Oh, there we go, J-Rob. Donation of two euros. Very kind, me old treacle. He says, what do I say about the game? Probably the least said... Oh, I can highlight it. Probably the least said, the better, J-Rob. And thank you very much, as usual. Um, has anyone else done anything that I need to point out? No, good. Right, we've got a few people in the box. I'm going to start from the beginning. We've got and lots of numbers. Matthew Wright, Junior Gunner, J Rob, Thomas from Norway, Loki73. Who else is in there? Oh, there is Avs Fan TV. I think Avs are a, um, aren't they uh, an American football team? No, baseball, basketball. Avalanche, maybe. I don't know. Uh, oh, there's Michael from Sweden. There's our mate Stefan, and who else have we got in there? Andy H. Data is there. Hopefully she's going to be nice today. If Data isn't nice today, no one can blame her because that was absolutely awful. Carlito. And there is also, well, I think that could well be it. Uh, oh, Hannes P. That's a name I've not seen before. Debbie Elder, also probably going to be quite angry. 
Julian Salmon, ah, Pete Colson, Tom Douglas, Jeffrey O'Hara, and Michael Hernandez. There we go. That's uh, lots of hellos to get the show started. Right, I will get Gav to go first because Nicky looks a little bit nervous. He doesn't. He's not even cracked a smile yet. Gav, in in your nicest possible uh, uh, ways, what did you think of the game? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is pre watershed, isn't it? Yeah. So I shouldn't really be doing a lot of swearing, should I? Possibly not. <laughs> no. Uh, I thought defensively we did well. Midfield was 50-50. And, but the, the three up top, uh, they missed a few blatant chances. None of them was, you know, they, they didn't miss anything that was, you know, bang on. But the half chances, look, people that are getting paid and professional footballers should be making the keeper work a lot more than they did. But, yeah, it was one of those, wasn't it? It was... It was just destined to be a draw. I didn't think Burnley played too badly. You know, they they tried to give us space and we just did not take advantage of it. Obviously, with the, the upfront lot, I'm including that Ozil chap who I thought pretty much had a stinker all game. I don't know why he stayed on for so long. Uh, with Arteta, really, I think he made a little bit of a boo-boo uh, with... Saka and Martinelli linking up so well on the left. He decided today to put him on the right uh, with a bangian coming back in for Pepe, which I thought was a bit of a strange one. And then when Saka got smacked on the knee, he left him on for about 20 minutes. And, you know, the kid, obviously he's trying to, he's hoping that he's going to run it off. But it just completely stopped any sort of forward momentum we had down the left. And even at that point, and even at that stage, Martinelli puts in more sprints and more work rate than Abiyan. So I don't know why he didn't put Martinelli on, on the left end. The game was screaming for, screaming for that. But like I say, it, it was one of those. A few players weren't on top form. I don't think Arteta got it completely right, even though I don't want to be sort of slagging in, him or, or anyone off, really. But it just was what it was. It's bloody Burnley, isn't it? Very true, right. Uh, Michael Han- Han- Michael Hernandez, that's not it, is it? It's Michael Hanneman. He's got one of the two Michaels as uh, stuffed uh, £4.99 pence of his finest English coinage into uh, into the OBW tin of uh, biscuits. I don't know where I was going with that. He says, Lacazette needs time out of the team. He was dreadful today. Sadly, he was. Uh, Pete Coulson, I don't know if you're still here, Pete. He says, hey, guys, just here to leave a like. Uh, a table tennis event with my sons who are smashing it. Disappointing result today. And Avs fan TV says they're an NHL team. It's the Avalanche, I think it is. Hockey. Yes, there you go. We know that Mike and Andy from the Gooners podcast, they are both hockey fans. And uh, one of their teams won something recently. Oh, look, there's uh, someone else has done something. Sir Alan Bastard, MP, who is, uh, I'm still not over Rick Mal passing. Been years, but that's a, a character he played. It was fantastic. He's in Australia. He's given us dollary dudes. Once again, a club full of a club full of British players shows the foreign pros how it's done in EPL. Gunners bottled it. Corporal Jones was right. They don't like it up. And, well, that, he's, he's got a point there, hasn't he, Nick? What was your thoughts on the game, Nick? And uh, do you agree with Alan that... Um, yeah, the, the the northern Burnley lads gave us a right good scene to wouldn't let us have the ball and we got the hump and couldn't play. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they were overly physical or anything, but before I go, I just want to go back to what Michael was saying about Lacazette. 
there's like something they put up on Sky, which I've got, which is Lacazette in the Premier League. Since October 2018, at home, he's had 24 games, 13 goals and 30 shots on target. But away, he's had 20 games, one goal and eight shots on target, which is terrible. That's, uh, it's not like we play completely different football away from home until we do at home every single time, is it? That's yeah, and also, you know, the pictures are quite decent everywhere. That's not like when we used to go away and we had some really terrible pitches, you know, Emirates and Highbury always been decent, but most pitches in the state in the Premier League now are fairly decent. You can't really say any of them are terrible, so that's a bit worrying. But yeah, I mean, I took some notes, like you said, not, not many, because nothing really happened. There weren't many to take. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I was taking them up till half-time, and then I was like, ah, oh, there's nothing else to really talk about, but I just thought, look, from half-time, I thought we started off quite well, like I've said. I think we should have been at least one, maybe two up by about 20 minutes. And then Burnley, they just stepped it up. I think they made, they just stepped it up. You know, they were closing the stand fast. They were running more. I think they made it a little bit more physical, not full, you know, Stoke or Bolton. You know, quite fairly, just made it a little bit more physical. I say closing the stand higher up the pitch. And, you know, the first half, Burnley had a few shots from distance, like 30 yards, which I think they're a bit closer than Leno thought a few of them were. Um, a few headers, but other than that, and obviously in the second half, they had the shot which um, went off the crossbar and on the line and out. But other than that, really, it was, it was a boring game. Not a lot happened. Agree with you there. Right, we've got our first question from JH House Media. That's a bit formal. Um, you can have this one, Gav. Should we have taken Lacker off at halftime and put Obama Young up front with Pepe on the right and Martinelli on the left? It's worked every time we've done it. What do you guys think? I think he's... Well, I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but <clears throat> to be honest with you, yeah. You uh, probably would have added on taking Ozo off as well and getting Nelson on a bit earlier into that conundrum. Uh, but yeah, no, J.H. House. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's a house DJ. I'm hoping he's an old school house DJ. I really <laughs> am. But uh, yeah, no, he, he, he's, he's bang on. I, I don't understand why Pepe didn't even get on the pitch. Well, if he did get on the pitch, I probably would have nodded off at that stop. But yeah, can I, no. Can I jump it, in there if you finish, Gav? Go on. Yeah, I was just saying, obviously, because Saka got injured and have to come off at half-time and we had a bit of a shuffle with um, uh, Xhaka having to go at left-back, obviously because he's left-footed, and Torreira coming on. I think he definitely would have brought Pepe on. I think that was the plan. But obviously, because he had to make the change through injury, probably should have made it before half-time. But because he had to do that, I think he, he only managed to just get um, Enketia on the second half. I think he would have liked yeah. to put Pepe on, but... You know, I think his hands were a bit tied. And I think the last 10 minutes, I think both teams thought, yeah, this is going to be a draw. I don't think anyone really, with their substitutes, actually gambled to try and win the game. I think they just saw it no. out. Yes. Yeah, right. no, it's... Oh, yeah, I'm just going to go through a few of the notes that I've made. Um, we've got another couple of questions coming in. We've done lineups. Urzel's 250th game for Arsenal. Well done. Uh, Lee said about that the better I put the first minute uh, Obama Young um, wide left drifts across into Laka who headers wide very easy chance not even on target which is what the um, 
I think is what Michael said. 13th minute. I mean, that's 12 minutes of nothing happening. Louise passes the ball from just outside our own box, right into the path of uh, Obama Young, and he drags it wide and misses. Uh, Gav, that that ball from Louise, that's the kind of stuff we want with him passing the ball out of central, central defence over the entire midfield and straight to the feet of, um, of Obama Young. That was a thing of beauty, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, I don't know, like I say, I mean... Pope's a good keeper. We, we can't take anything away from him. And he stood up and it, it, it was sim- it was a, it was simple for him. Uh, maybe a banging hand should have sort of looked around, maybe tried to play the ball a bit lower. He, he just basically shows the wrong option. He was hoping the keeper was going to go down at his feet and he's going to chip it over him. But it, it was a very, very good, it was a good chance. It, you know, it it's something that Henri would have scored. Let's, let's just go there. Shall we go there? Henri <laughs> would have scored it. Right? Let's just go there. Henri yeah. would have scored it. Right, Righty would have scored it. Let's just leave it at, at that. Mm, it's not like Burnley don't concede goals. 25 games in the Premier League this season, they've conceded 38 goals, which is... Uh, actually, I'm going to have a look. It is the uh, one, two, three, four, five, the sixth most number of goals that anyone has conceded in the Premier League. So it's not like they're a fantastic team, but that, that was one hell of a chance. Right, going on from there, um, 21 minutes, great work from... Oh, no, it isn't. I'm, I've already scrolled down to the right place. 18 minutes. Rodriguez with a chance, Nicky, for Burnley, and he hits it right at Leno. We begin to get a little bit worried that Burnley looked like they were going to be on top already. Yeah, because they were on top by then and they were putting a lot of crosses into the box. I mean, I think they gave them offside a few times, but they were they were just queuing up for headers like in the six-yard box. And that was getting, I'm like, oh, you got to try and sort this out. But luckily, nothing fell perfectly for any of them. And they were just sort of scuffing them wide, scuffing them over the crossbar and things like that. So I was thinking, yeah, well, come on, the fullbacks have got to try and stop these crosses coming in, but I don't know if did Saka already get his knock by then? So I don't yeah. know if yeah, so he, he had been down. Yeah, so he wasn't quite up to it. That's why I think Gav's already he probably should have took him off earlier. Because in the second half, a lot of their crosses seemed to stop. Like into the box and they were going more diagonal long balls into the box rather than getting past the fullback. So I think Bellerin didn't do too badly in stopping them in, but definitely down that left hand side with Saka hobbling about and like I said, I think about was a Bamiang on the right and the left. So I know they were swapped they swapped a few times, but I don't know if they're mainly on the left. Yeah, he wasn't getting back as much as I would have liked because I think before when they were playing they'd actually linked up quite well. But yeah, they just they weren't really doing well at blocking the crosses coming in at all. Leading on from that 19th minute, corner for Burnley. They drift, drift it in and Leno tips it over straight for another corner and then Leno punches that one out, Nicky. He's uh, really under pressure there. And I think Leno had a, a really good game today, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think he didn't have... I don't think he made any world-class saves, but he just positionally, I think he done really well. He done what he needed to do. I think he read it quite right. And when you see a few of the mistakes a few keepers have made over the last few weeks I think he did really well because I think they were only ever really going to score from like a set piece a corner or if it fall in the box like looks like what happened later on when they hit the crossbar but I can't really complain about Leno today I think because I think um, Martinez has been running him a bit close the last few weeks especially in the cup and stuff like that but today he came out and said nope I'm, I'm definitely still number one 
and I think I can't argue with Arteta keeping him in as number one. Definitely. That's uh, exactly how I feel. Leno is one of our best players this season. Gav, 21st minute. Great work from Martinelli on the right. Ozil has a shot at goal, which is really good to see. Then a scramble in the box. Lack collides with a Burnley defender and goes down. And then straight after that, we have two quick corners for us. And Mustafi had a really good chance, but headers over. So, um, yeah, it looked like then we were taking the game in by the scruff of the neck, as people say. But, uh, yeah, for, after eight, for the next eight minutes, I've got no notes at all. Yeah, no, I mean, we we had passages to play, especially during the, like, the first 25 minutes where we should have really scored. And it just kind of what it is what it is what it is what it is there really it, it's horrible I mean you know you needed Lacquer to spin him to kick it him to come off somebody's arse and go in the net and we could have run out of there two or three nil winners but it, it was just one of those days and we, we keep having one of those days uh, we need the luck going forwards that a lot of clubs have going forwards against us where you get the deflected goal and I don't even think even at that point we actually had a shot on target. I think our first shot on target was the 37th minute, but it's, yeah, it just is what it is. You know, it's, I don't know what's wrong with, with any of them. I don't think Martinelli was seeing as much ball as he, as he has done recently. And I think I'd say has really got to look at trying to shoe hook, you know, chuck him on the left or chuck him on the bench, bring him on. You know, it's, it's one of those. It, he's, He's always trying to play the players that he thinks are in form, and it just didn't. It just didn't, up up front and Özil just did not work today. It it just it just weren't working. And you can ask me the same question for the next twenty minutes, and I'll probably give you the same answer. <laughs> right, question here from Sai Anvesh for you, Nicky. Uh, he says Özil isn't creative anymore. Can't hold up the ball lately. His passing has been bad. And better not talk about defending. Why does he keep getting into the team, Nicky? Yeah, I noticed that today, actually. Some of his passing, because no matter what we talk about, his work rate and attitude, he's always had decent passes. But today, that seemed like, especially through in the middle of the park, a lot of stuff was behind people. I was just too in front of them. And you could tell he was just getting really, really frustrated. And then, obviously, um. He got booked just before half time for a high, but wasn't a high foot. He got a foul for a high foot, but then he just started mouthing off at the referee. So it looks like he booked him for more arguing with him than the actual high foot. Because I mean, it wasn't that high, but he, he hasn't booked. You just give a foul. You're a minute before half time. Just get on with it. But then he decides to have a go at the referee, which yeah, we want him to show fight, but not there. But I don't know. I mean. Arteta's, I think they said he started him in every game since Arteta's took over. So you can't say he's not given him a chance. You can't blame Unai Emery because I know, well, I suppose that'll all come out. We know they didn't get on because whatever Ozil was or wasn't doing that he wanted him to do. But, you know, Arteta's give him, you know, he's played him in the middle of the park, started him in every game, and he just hasn't really done it. So I don't know if that's because he hasn't played properly for a while I, I mean I don't know maybe someone should just ask him what's the matter with you Ozil mm, yeah if only right Gav uh, JH JH if you want to put a link into your your lovely tunes feel free we uh, we allow links in here boop, 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 yeah, Gav, is it was that the one with the whistles or was that just a uh, happy hardcore I can never remember 
Uh, that was a bit of, uh, well, just a bit of light garage, really. Yeah, light garage. Excellent. No snooker tables in there, though. Right, uh, here we go. Our mate Steph says, uh, Saka getting injured was the turning point. Very true. Um, right. Uh, mm. oh, yeah, Dan, Dan, can I ask? Yeah. Who the hell? Who the hell is herpes free since '04? Ninja <laughs> out, out soon. <laughs> that has got. A, <laughs> he is I'm, a, I'm a just young, intrigued. He's a young man from somewhere hot. It's not a woman, and he on his channel he has got him coming to the Arsenal and having um, having a mooch around. So that's just a really good name. I've had a look at his videos. Oh, he seems like a happy fellow. Yeah. Right, Thunder yeah, no, Road. Nice, nice, nice one for being herpes free, mate. Nice one, well done. <laughs> Thunder Rose. <laughs> Cheers, Cole, Jason, Josh, Ellis for repping ABW at Dave's funeral on Friday. RIP. Yeah, fair one. Well. Yeah, and uh, Chimp went down there as well. Yeah, we're not really out. I've not talked to them about that day because it's not something you can really do over WhatsApp. But yeah, we're all um, yeah, we're all pretty down about it, and there's, there's nothing you can do, is there, Gav? No, nah, I, mean, I, I had a little chat with Jason Saturday. Yeah, uh, and. He said, like I said, I mean, there's not a lot you can say about those sort of occasions apart from did it go off okay? You know, was you know, was there some nice people there and you know, did you have a couple of beers? That that's that's all you can say. And like I say, Jace was saying that, you know, it all went off well and he done a speech which was on behalf of uh ABW yeah. uh, and basically the Arsenal family, uh that Dave loved so much. Uh, and to which everybody loved him so much, uh, and the family appreciated his words, and that—that's all you can say. That's all you can say. But like I say, it's—it's it's one of those, and it? it's sad, sad, sad occasion. And uh, Victoria, on behalf of um, David's family, has set up a, a Virgin Money thing, where so far they have raised, rather than giving flowers and chocolates, and in my case, it would have been cake and cheesy watsits. Uh, they've raised one thousand nine hundred thirty-five pound. It's going to go towards the uh, the Willow Foundation, which is the Bob Wilson thing. And I've looked into the other thing that it goes into, and it is um, an organisation that deals with helps deal with people that have had an infection, and then the infection starts to attack the body his own immune system so i think maybe dave had some of that as well because it was so sudden but yeah that's uh, including mm. gift aid that's 2268 pounds that's magnificent dave would be really proud that's of everybody, everybody who's, who's helped out there but we won't dwell because um dave would just tell us to shut up and get on with it in the nicest possible way because he was a gentleman um right uh, carlito says it Carlito, you know now you can use swear words in it we're all adults if it's fucking arsenal should have gone for a strong physical midfielder instead we signed an injured right back who's on his last year of a contract who, who will probably not keep <laughs> Uh, junior Gunners put Martinelli and Saka have a great understanding on the left hand side, and moving him to the other wing was an error. I thought that it was mm -hmm. oh, here we go. Yeah, Rudy. no, it, it was daft. Rudy makes a really good point. Credit to Mustafi, he was excellent today. Mustafi was, and we are all, I think, we realized Mustafi, Xhaka. And the other people, they were just the people that Emery was putting his problems onto and making them look bad. And we have now seen Mustafi has turned his game around. Xhaka is undroppable because we've got no one else to play there and he's just really good. Oh, Jimbo says hello, a ho. It'd be lovely if that was AC Jimbo, but I doubt that it is. Um, <laughs> Arsenio, Lord Mesut of Ozil, the Teflon Don. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh here we go data she says uh, Nketiah a better finisher than Pepe well yeah possibly 
Um, uh, okay. Right. Well, question. Oh, uh, there's a question here from I, I can't pronounce Data Kablik. No, this, this, data Kablik. Data. data. Yeah. Uh, will the Ozil lacquer fan base finally give it a rest? <laughs> lacquer <laughs> and Ozil. <laughs> Nicky, what's your answer is this to that? Gonna, is this, this, this going to turn into an Ozil out show? Uh, no, because I have to be impartial here and I wouldn't allow that to happen. Much the way I'm going to be impartial about Lacazette, who I am full of love for. But Nicky, when's the uh, when's the Lacazette-Ozil fanboy thing going to end? Uh, does it need to end? Probably won't end. It'll probably heat up anymore and they'll just keep saying they're actually better than what, what they are. I mean, Ozil, you can't say he hasn't dropped off the last, what, 18 months? And Lacazette, I mean, they shoot the stats. How can he be so poor away from home and decent at home? I don't know how it could be that bad. But, I'm, I mean, I suppose it would be best to ask Chris, are we playing him like how, how he played in France at all? Because I can't remember. I mean, I've only watched videos of him and stuff, you know, how he played in France. But he didn't seem to be a back-to-goal striker try and, you know, link up playing stuff like that. He just seemed to be shooting from all angles on the counter-attack. So why we're spending 50-odd million pounds on players and then playing them differently to how they were playing previously, I don't know, to be honest with you. And, um, yeah, Ozil, they'll just love him until he goes off to China, I suppose. No, he won't be going there. There was apparently a, a bid from Qatar for him midweek, but Arsenal couldn't get a replacement in quick enough, so uh, it didn't work out. But I've got up here on the screen, the people at home and on the bus and on the tractor won't be able to see this, but the people watching live will. It's uh, it's Ozil's premiership game since he has been back in the first team. He has played 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 games. He got one assist against Brighton that we lost 2-1 and he has played 90 minutes for most of those games. So I don't think anybody has any idea what is going on there. And uh, just to show a little bit of balance here, same thing for, for Lacazette. I'm going to bring up his um, his last few games because we all know... I well, have, you're quite uh, good at all this technical shit, aren't you? Until anybody. Everyone anyone, knows anyone, I, think, anyone think you've done this before? <laughs> uh, I have a, I'm a fan of the Obama Young Lacazette bromance. We can see on the screen here if we go back and know. In fact, it says here today, game 25, Burnley ended nil nil. It says in um, Lacazette, it says not in squad. <laughs> I don't know if that, if if that says anything, but oh. in his, he hasn't. The last time he scored was on the fifth of December against Brighton, the same game that Özil got an assist. The game before that was in the end of September and uh, November, two goals against uh, Southampton. And other than that, he's not really done anything. I mean, this doesn't show how hard he works. This doesn't show that he is quite often playing up front on his own if he's back to goal, which isn't really his game, which is the kind of game that uh, Giroud ended up playing for us. And as we saw when Giroud had to do that, it really affected his um, the number of goals that he was scoring. But you've got to think sooner or later, haven't you, that, um, that Lacazette is going to come good, isn't he? Because but they're going to know those stats that Nicky gave out at the first, at the big... Oh, God, I've left that... Um, like I said, his dog shit thing up for too long. I was doing other stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's trying, but yeah, he's away form. Like Nicky gave those stats at the beginning of the show. It's just it's just really not working out. We should get on with this, shouldn't we? Right, where yeah. was I up to? Um, 30 minutes, shots for Burnley, 3-1 on target, 5 for us, 0 on target. 
36th minute, Xhaka lobs the ball over to Alba, who is running in at goal. Pope gets to it first. Nicky, another really good ball. And I'm surprised um, Arteta didn't realise that if Luiz has managed to lob the entire midfield, Xhaka then lobs the entire midfield, both times right onto the feet of Aubameyang. Why didn't we make the most of it and try doing it more? I just think our players are so surprised when we do that. I mean, I love it sometimes when we do that because when I watch other teams, not, you know, like even like Liverpool, you thought they're like the Barcelona of, of the Premiership. No, they're not. They play absolutely loads of those long balls. Well, you know, from diagonal balls to Salah and Mane and Firmino. You don't have to pass the ball into the net, going side to side, fullback to fullback every time. You've got to mix it up. The same with, I mean, I watched earlier, playing it out from the back. Yeah, that's right when you're 3-0 up and there's 10 minutes to go on the other side of giving up. But when you're either drawing 0-0 or losing, just put it up the pitch. Don't worry about trying to play it out from the back. It's just, I just love it. I mean, I remember a few years ago when we done that, I actually screamed and cheered that we had a longer pass and I don't even think we scored the goal. I don't even know. I don't know if we scored the goal. But I was cheering the pass. It's just we've got to mix it up more. Stop playing the same boring pass up and down the pitch football. That's just not. That's that's why we're being so found out. And by the time we actually get towards goal, everyone, you know, the other team are back. There's two banks of four defending. And then we're saying, they think, oh, well, what can we do? Pass it back. Was a go to the goalkeeper. You know, we've got to move the ball quicker. Very good, yes. Um, so where are we up to at the moment? Um, we are up to 37 minutes. Chance for Burnley. Don't worry, people. There's very little in the second half. <laughs> A chance for Burnley, Gav. Ball comes across our box. Hendry dummies and leaves it for his teammate who puts it over. Then straight away again, another Burnley attack. They get a corner. Louise clears. Another corner. We clear it. They put a cross in and just put it over. We were lucky there, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Here's another one for you, Gav. This is, you can get a little bit more on here. <laughs> a bit excited. I get a bit excited. Is there anything we can get excited about? Oh, no, this is going to be us being horrible. 41 minute, Ozil fouls. <laughs> I tweeted at the time, Ozil has now kicked Burnley players more often than he's kicked the ball. <laughs> nice to see him earning his wages. And then I made a serious note. Laka, Alba, Saka, Xhaka, Luis have all been down hurt within the first 40 minutes of the game. That was Burnley's game plan. What do you think about Ozil getting angry and lucky not to get a yellow card, wasn't he? Didn't he get didn't he get booked for that when he kicked the ball away? Or was that he, like, got, was that he got booked for arguing at the ref? He did get booked. No, I think it didn't. I, yeah, I was making notes at the time. Did you say that he got booked for arguing or booked for throwing it out, Nick? I, arguing with him because he, he gave, gave a foul for a high foot and then he got humpy mm. and he kicked it against the advertising boards and then the ref sort of waved him over and he swore at him in a foreign language, so the ref just booked him. So yeah. Oh, sign it's nice it. to see him getting. It's nice to see. It's nice to see him getting annoyed, right? But mm. you can't. We cannot keep trying to build a team around Ozil, right? And the setup is a hundred percent for him. He's got three runners in front of him, and he's got two defensive midfielders behind him, and he's just not doing the do. He's just really, really not. There was like a ten meter pass earlier that he. Completely ballsed up, and now I, 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 I've been, I've been sitting on the fence with Ozil for ages, absolute ages. I've got mates that can't stand the sight of him, 
but you've just got to look at what he's done this season and you've got to look at what he's done, especially under Arteta, when Arteta's building the team around him. And he's not producing. We actually looked a better side when Nelson come on. It, and it ain't been, that ain't been the first time that that's happened. Willock, so he, he's Willock. Sorry, Willock. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't. I'm past getting what Arteta actually brings to the side. I, I don't get what he brings anymore. I really don't. If he was on fifty grand a week, no one would give a fuck, would they? Right. Uh, you've been. Gav, no, you've I would. Been... I'd still give a fuck. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be as angry. You've been speaking to Jace quite a lot. You know the usual. Uh, do you know that he does the tappy tappy? Do you know what that is? No. Oh, Sappy Sappy. <laughs> what he does, he, he has a look at the, the thing and goes, look, there's uh it'll say something like there's 118 of you watching. We've only got 33 likes, and then he'll do tappy ah. tappy, you bastard. So you want to give that a go? Look, if you're listening and we we've we've all had a pretty shit afternoon, just tap on like. Thank you. Tappy tappy. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Right, data makes a point. Uh, Gwenduzi has been our best player for the last 12 months. Mustafi, our best player today. Agree or disagree, Nicky? Well, I don't know. Gwenduzi, he's definitely played better than we all thought he would. He's a bit of a headless chicken sometimes. I think when he's running, he sometimes holds on to the ball a bit too long. I feel a few times today, thought, right, you've done brilliantly. You took someone out. You're, you're banging down the middle of the park. Just flick it away. A lot of times he runs into people, but I don't know if Mustafi was our best player today. He's definitely up there. I thought actually Bellerin played really well today. I'm surprised how well he played today because considering he's been out, what was he out? Was he out for about three months and he came back for about two, three games and he was out for seven months, back for two or three games. But he actually looked actually a decent player today. It doesn't look like he's been out for, what, a year and a half nearly? He is, uh, especially right near the end of the game, we'll come to that, but he did a lovely bit of footwork on the outside, the right-hand side of their box to uh, when he was doing a one-two with with, um, uh, with Obama Young. Um, yeah, looking at the Opta ratings, the man of the match was McNeil with his Opta rating of 7.5. Mustafi got a 7.5 as well. And our highest two other players was Louise and Xhaka with a 7.2 and Leno with a 7.1. Who was your man of the match, Gav, for us? Fuck them. We don't care about them. Uh... I don't think any of them deserve deserve to be named as man of the match. I really, really don't know. None of them them deserve any sort of accolade over that. I guess the only people that can come out with any sort of credit, really, is the defence and Leno by the fact that it was a nil. So we kept kept a clean sheet. But apart from that, no, I, I wouldn't wish to choose any of them. How about you, Nick? No, no one deserves it. No one deserves it. Maybe Pepe didn't put foot wrong today. <laughs> Cheeky. I'm going to give it to, to Lacazette <laughs> because the more love you give him, he will grow. We've got a donation here from David Marr, who looks very serious in his little picture. Um, he's uh, given us five English squids, which is lovely. He says, this team is so hard to watch. It's bloody depressing. Draw, 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 for fuck's sake. And as for the uh, the tappy-tappy thing, Dave Atkinson has given us a little bit of heat here. He says, make a good show and we will. Well, they give us a good football game and we will. It's catch-22. We, we cannot make uh, a gourmet meal from dog turds, can we, gentlemen? 
No, we can't even moan about VAR today. Nothing happened. <laughs> even no. VAR gave up. No. It, didn't, it, it didn't pick on his lucky. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Right, uh, back to the, the um, game notes. Where was I up to? Uh, da, 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 that bit. Ah, 43. Um, Ozil has now had another kick at a Burnley player. Uh, more in anger. And that was good to see that, like you're saying, Gabby's getting worked up. For last note for the first half, uh, another Burnley chance from a great cross. Don't know what happened to it because I was probably wiping the tears away. So half time, Burnley nine shots, two on target. Ours seven shots, two on target ish. Because I may have done that in the fiftieth minute because I forgot to make a note because I was busy getting ready for to set the show up. Right, half time substitutions. Torreira on for Saka. Xhaka now playing left back. Nick, do you think that possibly, looking in hindsight, we should have maybe gone to three at the back? Because um, playing Xhaka in, in there just meant they walked through our midfield, didn't it? Because uh, Guendizi didn't have the greatest of games. And then it would have possibly freed up another attacking player, wouldn't it? Well, would we have had to bring on another centre-half to go three at the back anyway? Or were you thinking of... Um... Could play Xhaka at the back. He's, he's dropped in there. When when we play really well, like we get against Bournemouth, he drops back into the back one. Like when um, someone makes a run down the left-hand side, usually Saka, he'll drop back into defence, won't he? And he can do that. So maybe take Saka off. Uh, Saka had to come off. So maybe take him off and then and bring on Socrates or something like that. That's what I was thinking. But that's only in hindsight. I don't know. I'm not a manager. Yeah, I mean, it's always hard when a player gets injured, especially in defence, because, you know, midfield and strikers, that's all pretty obvious where we go. But like I said, if we'd have gone three at the back and just played um, Xhaka there as well, I don't know if we'd have had anything on the left at all. I think was Aubameyang playing there on the left. So I, I don't think he'd have got back and helped defence at all. So I think we'd have just... I mean, I said in the first half, we would get after... Um, Saka got injured and was hobbling about. They were just absolutely pummelous from the right hand side. And if we'd have put no one there at all, that would have been even worse, wasn't it? I can't, you know. So uh, it's so hard when you're making substitutions for injuries rather than try to change the game. It's just patchwork up. When you look at, well, all of our left backs are injured. So we signed a right back uh, who's also injured, which is fun. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if he could have done any. I couldn't think of what else he could have done, really, other than playing Mustafi out there and bringing on another centre-half. But then I don't know if he could play left-back because he's quite right-footed as well. But I think I think Arteta done fairly well. I don't... I couldn't think of anything else he could have done better. Well, Suarez, who we signed, can play left back, and uh, Mari, 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 he can play left back as well. Should say a quick hello to uh, Rod Gooner, seventy nine. He's done a screen grab and just put the what and then a question mark because he's highlighted the uh, herpes three since oh four in jail out soon and tweeted it to us. <laughs> That's really good. Um, Gav, what would you have done tactic wise? Looking in hindsight, what do you think we could have done? But throughout the whole of the game, or are you talking about half time when Saka yeah, went off? Yeah, probably half time with it, but the, for the the enforced substitution. Yeah, uh, I think Xhaka going left back was the only clear thing that he could have done really there. But I would have, like I say, repeating myself again, put Martinelli down on the left. Yeah, I would have swapped that over. Uh, he gets up and down a little bit better. He would have more of an attacking edge with regards to our the left side of our attack really and that, that's where it went wrong it, it didn't go wrong in our defence today the defence 
well, they couldn't have done any better. They, you know, they got a clean sheet. It, it was the midfield and the attack where it just wasn't going right today. That that's where the problem was and where the issue was. Uh, so yeah, repeating myself again. Would have brought Urzel off a lot sooner, uh, and would have swapped a Bangyang and uh, uh, Martin Eddie around. And even like I say, bringing Eddie on, uh, bringing Eddie on with I think he, he come on with about eight minutes to go if you include the uh, extra time. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so on the 88th minute. So what could he do in five yeah, minutes? Yeah, so, exactly. So, I mean, I, I probably would have pulled him, pulled him on a bit quicker as well. But, I mean, he, he was just on there for the, the fox in the box, last last chance at the end. But it, it was pretty clear that too many of the attacking players weren't on their game today. I can't You can't blame Martinelli because I don't think he likes it out on the right. I think he prefers either to be down the middle or down the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Abangyang weren't on his game, Lacazette weren't on his game, and Ozil weren't on his game. And they're probably the three highest-paid players we've got. So, uh, yeah, read into that what you will. A message here from Kazuo Mishima. He says, we are a dead club, simple as. I seriously think we are finished. <laughs> Loki says uh, you cannot you can't cannot polish a turd peeps <laughs> and Sai had a question for, oh here we go Sai and Vesh has sent us another question he says at one point in the game Arsenal had five defenders and five attackers and no midfielders do you guys think the honeymoon period is over I think so Nicky do you think it is I think Arsenal fans are starting to question Arteta yeah I mean has, he has actually won many games has he I know we've been drawing games left and right but other than what the um, Man United game and parts of the Chelsea game, I wouldn't say we've played really well. But I, I think Arteta's not here for a quick fix. I, I, I think that um, Emery was like kind of the quick fix where they thought, well, we'll get him in, just give everyone a bit of a jump start, buy a few players, and we'll just get straight back into the Champions League rather than Arteta. Whereas I do honestly think Arteta. His job is going to be, right, this side, I'm going to smash it up, get a lot more players in, different styles of players, different type. I think over the next year or so, he's you're going to actually see what his job is because he was never going to come in and just turn us into, you know, winners straight away. You know, we haven't been good, especially defensively, for what? How many years? Most of them. Yeah, at least 10 yeah. years. You know, on and yeah. off, we've been. Ter- I think it was a little spell when we had um, Koscielny, Wamata, Saka, and that didn't look too bad. But that was maybe eighteen months where we won the FA Cups and that. But other than that, we've been dreadful. And like I said, we haven't been producing any defenders through the academy at all. So obviously, they're not told to produce defenders. And the players that have come through the last what eighteen months, you talk your Willocks, your Sakas, your Nelsons. They're all good ball-playing midfielders. Well, we've got loads of them. We need defenders. So I think Arteta's job is going to be break the whole thing up, get loads of new players in, and then go from there. Because I mean, this year top four's gone, and let's be honest about it. I don't. I don't even. I mean, I don't care about top four. Either I'll win the league or I don't. I'd rather win the FA Cup or the League Cup and get top four. It'd be nice to win the Europa League because you get a Champions League spot anyway. But I just think Arteta's not going to do anything like quickly. 
And so we'll, we'll have to see what you do in the summer. The only problem is some of the big players might get sold and we'll bring in more players like Martinelli, like the 10 to 15, 20 million like price. And we might get a bit upset, but we've got to just give him time to see what he, what he wants to do. Here's a stat for you that I've just made up on the hoof looking at Wikipedia. In the last 10 seasons, we've only had three seasons where we've conceded less than one goal a game in the Premier League. The 10 seasons before that, only twice did we concede more than one goal on average per game. Says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, with 50, 51 goals we conceded last season and the season before that. That is, uh, I mean, you have to look back. So the last time we conceded 51 goals is going to be, I'm looking, I'm looking, would have been 1983-84, we conceded 60 in a 42-game season. Uh, that just sums it up, doesn't it, Gav? Um, well, I should go and move on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, right, second half. I've got to say, Dan, 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 go Dan, butting in, mate. There's a lot of go great on. comments in the in. I've been reading the chat box while you two have been mumbling on. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, no offence, boys. Uh, no, there's just a, a lot, lot of knowledgeable, fair comments going on in in the chat. I think it's it's brilliant. There anyway, go. go on, carry on. One from Data. She says, how long before Arsenal supporters will realise that Emery wasn't the problem, it was the players that he had? Ooh. I think it was a question of both. I think it's him not being very good. Um, I think it was possibly the um, the players not believing in him and the players not being bothered, plus injuries. Anything you, either you want to add to that? No, spot on, move on. <laughs> we got Tammy Abraham CFC we've got a list of all the people that we've banned and it comes up on our YouTube channel we can go and unban them and there's probably about 60 of them there some of them are just shit bags but there's about one bloke with about 15 different Chelsea accounts he says Arsenal Football Club are finished as an institution in the English game because we can all see Chelsea going on to win stuff now can't we now that your owner isn't allowed in the country and you're spending no money on players yeah well done so uh let me stay for a little while. Oh, Arteta is awful. Pepe's coffee maker. Oh, he's trying to be funny. Excellent. <laughs> Rudy's come back with a comment to him. Tammy, you need to choose a different sport. Football isn't your sport. Good <laughs> <laughs> right. Rudy. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. oh, here we go. Someone's going to go here and uh, block user because you're a twat. So uh, where are we up to? Um, Burnley, 59th minute. See, we've gone straight to the 59th. Uh, oh no, 54th minute. Xhaka booked. Ozil gave up running after his man, so Xhaka had to step in and stop him. And Xhaka wasn't happy about that. 59th minute. Burnley missed a really good chance, headed wide. 63rd minute, Nicky. Willock on for Ozil, and straight away, uh, Willock was making darting runs. And uh, um, I've got here 67th minute, only a few minutes after him coming on. Willock pushes through with a long run and shoots wide. It's looking better already, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Willock, I mean, he's he's a lot younger, obviously he's more hungrier than us a lot. So he doesn't care if he's running at players, they're coming at him. He's like, well, come on then, I'll have some of you. Whereas Ozil, it's like, if anyone runs at him, he just stops and plays the ball sideways and just runs off and hides somewhere. But Willock, which hopefully doesn't get too, like, you know, that and ends up getting injured. But he just doesn't care. He realised, I've got my chance here. I'm playing for Arsenal. Just give me the ball. I'm just going to run at people. And that's why I did want Pepe to come on and do the same later. But obviously because of injuries and that, he, you know, thought was probably best not to. But yeah, I really like Joe. So he's definitely got something. 
And if Ozil isn't careful, he's, he's just going to drop him. So I don't think Arteta cares whether he sits on the bench or sits in the reserves. What's he got left? 18 months on his contract, Ozil? I think or it is. Because he's something like that. Because like I say, no one's going to... No one's going to buy him for anywhere near, you know. No one's, no one even want to pay his wages, let alone give us a transfer fee. So, you know, we, what can you do? That's well, what people say. No, no one's going to buy him. Well, um, um, uh, DC United, since Rooney has gone, they've got a, a whole big stack of cash they need to burn. And I feel sorry for Mike from Gooners Pod, the Gooners podcast, because he went from hating Rooney to having to support him because he played for. Uh, we went and played for DC United. Now he's gone to Derby. Why the fucking hell they went there? I have no idea. But uh, if, if it gets Ozil there, Mike is going to have to get a DC United shirt of Ozil on the back. But it's, it can only be some club that need him as a marquee player because God knows he, he's, he's days with us have done it. It's such a shame because, as I always say, that bloke has got more skill than most other players who, who kick for, who play football at night nowadays who can kick a ball. No, but so, Daly, would you take like 150 grand a week, but we're got to pay? 200 of his wages and let him go because what's the point of paying 200 and 200 on thousand a week for him not to play for us i know man united are doing it with alexis and all that which you know is what it is but can we afford i know he's not playing well but can we afford to just write off that money and have nothing for it well, it's uh, it's the image rights, isn't it? Because deluded people all over the world who, who know fuck all about football, love an Ozil shirt, or they sport Real Madrid, or both, or all three things. And they're making, I think it's a fact that they make more money from Ozil's commercial deals and image rights. I think that's why his contract went up from, from two, 200 to 350, because Arsenal then owned his image rights. I don't know. I just remember reading or hearing a podcast about it, so don't, don't poke me if I'm wrong. But the club make more money from him whether he plays or not and shirt sales and all that other stuff. So yeah, but I say the 350 grand a week, that's kind of a false statement because obviously if we'd have signed him on a free transfer, yeah. when you work out over the length of the contract, that would have been like signing a 35 million pound player and giving him a hundred grand a week, which we wouldn't have batted an eyelid about that. It's just, we gave that to him you know, at the time he was playing not too bad, you know, and we couldn't afford to let him go for free and spend, you know, I think that's actually 350 is probably less than what it would have cost. I mean, they were talking about, what's his name? Like, um, was it Royce and that? And we were talking about 50, 60 million pounds for him and he'd have probably wanted 200,000 a week. So we're probably actually saved money by giving him that and what we would have done if we'd have gone big in the transfer market and signed someone else fair enough right uh good point here from data she's in a good mood today which is nice to see Jacka, a selfless hero playing anywhere asked booed by the supporters this season makes it easy to dismiss supporters' opinions. Gavin, Nick, prime examples of this type of irrational type of fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was um, I was actually really liking Data's comments. I really was up until then. Now she's upset, yeah. I've been I've been like saying, no. I mean, again, I've I've been completely on the fence when it comes to Xhaka. What he did uh, was wrong when he got sent off. When he told fans to fuck off. When he, he got substituted and told the fans to fuck off and, you know, taking his shirt off and all that, that was wrong. You, sh- you shouldn't do that. I mean, Arsenal have sold players in the past for doing that. Uh, but I understand 
with the and for um, really vile abuse that him and his family have got online from I won't call them Arsenal supporters because they ain't they're people that profess to be Arsenal fans uh, the majority of them so I don't blame him for doing that but players have to realise that the are somewhat different to the online community. There, there's, there's a slight difference about it. and But, yeah, no, I, I certainly was not one of the people slagging off Xhaka. Uh, I think he's done brilliant under Arteta. You know, he, I mean, he's the captain. Anyway, have go you, on, uh, Have you gone for a wee-wee? You can reply to me. Up. I haven't known, mate, but I am. But I, I, actually, I, am I disagree. I think, Zach, I think Zaka would have gone more in because, I mean, seriously, what other club boos their own players, no matter what? No matter how bad they're playing, no matter what they've done, you're booing your own players. Booing your own players is the exact opposite of a supporter. And whether or not us, I mean, they were booing them in the grounds. You can't really say us own or blame the online people, but it's like, you know, you see other clubs with players that do stuff, and I don't, I don't like bringing up like Liverpool, but you've got a player up there that was biting people, racist, diving every week, and they're wearing T-shirts, free Luis Suarez, and we're booing our own players, and it's we're booed Ramsey, we're booed, but, and it always seems to be with Arsenal, whether it's got the media winding us up, which is a, it's always one player or one manager or. Ivan Gazidis or Raul. There's always one person that if we get rid of that one person, we'll be winning the league again. No, it's not one person or one player. It's an accumulation of everybody like not doing their job properly. And it's going to take time and it's got to go from top to bottom. We've got to show ambition. We've got to get some new players in and we've got to all just unite together. You know, come on, don't boo your own players. Come on. What did he... Did he really do that much bad wrong? What did he do? You know, Austin, but you know, I remember Cesc Fabregas when we were playing Barcelona, give it a back heel to Barcelona players on the edge of our box, and they go and score. Then he leaves us to go to Barcelona, and all of a sudden that's Wenger's fault and the club's fault for letting him go. I was like, no, he's he's tucked us over there, and we're you know, we boo the club when players leave us, you know. Other clubs, when you sign that player, he's your player. You support him no matter what. He's, I won't say he's a legend, but that's how they talk him about at Liverpool. You're brilliant. Then when he's gone, then you boom and tell him to sod off. Not when he's still here. Very, very true. Right. Um, I hope you washed your hands, Gav. Uh, two quick corners, 71st minute. Louis is down, and I've only seen the replay. When Pope jumps up, he get, um, Luis gets an elbow to the head, and then when Pope falls down, uh, comes back down, he falls on top of Luis. I'm thinking that's, uh, that just sums up our luck. 74th minute, uh, Bummy Young wide gives it to Bellerin, who does magical footwork, but it doesn't come to anything. Cause like Nicky was saying, uh, Bellerin was really good down the right-hand side because there wasn't really much going on ahead of him with, with a, a Bummer Young doing that, because that's not a Bummer Young's position, is it? And I think looking back at it, like you both said, Martinelli should have been on the on the left and uh, Pepe should have been on the right. A Bummer Young should have been up front and Lacazette should have been on the bench. Remember, I love the Lacazette, yeah. Bummer Young, romance. They're both brilliant. Um, 75th minute, great run by Martinelli. Out wide to Lacazette, who crosses 
for Alba, who jumps and heads wide, should have scored. 77, shit defending by Bellerin and Louise. Burnley hit the underside of the crossbar. How that wasn't a goal, I oh. will never know. Gav, tell us, what was your heart he's, in your mouth at that seen... point? Yeah, he should, he should have scored. Uh, he almost sort of shinned it. it. Almost, like I say, I've only seen the replay a couple of times. It, it looked like it sort of cut off the, the bottom of the foot. Gav, have you moved? Because your Wi-Fi is breaking more. up. Hey. Hold up. Bear with hey, me. Gav. I haven't moved. Here we go. Can you hear, can you hear me? <laughs> you had to just confirm that you haven't moved. Yeah, I can hear you. Are you I break, haven't moved. You're breaking up, Gav. So I haven't Am I still breaking up? No, we can't hear you. Gav's on his phone. Yeah. Is somebody in your house daring to use the internet? No, probably not. Oh, right. Um, Nick, what, what did you? What was your thoughts when we thought, oh, God, that's it, Burnley have scored? Did you think VAR was going to step in and rob us of a hard-earned point? Well, yeah, from, I thought that was in how he hit it. I was like, that's in. Oh, that's just like us. And then when he didn't do it, I was like, oh, thank God for that. Because unlike VAR, goal line technology, it just works. The, the, the ball's either in or it's not. It's, all, it's set in stone. The whole of the ball has to be over the line. It wasn't. His little watch thing didn't vibrate. I think um, Phil Deutsch, because he, he had a complete meltdown on the sidelines for most of the game. And yeah, I was like, oh, it's not in. Carry on. Which I'm, I'm happy with that, to be honest. I mean, I don't know how he didn't score. Like I've said, that he, if, if that would have been our player, I wouldn't have been very happy because... I was our player today a few times. I missed uh, quite a few easy chances as well. So what did you did you think that was in, Danny? Or? Yep. I thought, oh, fuck me. It's in. It's all over. All that hard defending work has, hasn't paid off. And then I thought, oh, what? Because then I was making, as soon as something happens, I have to go and make notes, otherwise I forget about it. Yeah. And then they're going, oh, no, it's hit the underside of the bar. It's come back out. And I thought, well, VAR's going to do us here. Didn't. Stroke a lot. It's, a, it's, a, it's about, like I say, it's about time we've had a bit of luck on... on I think we we had a bit of bit of luck there. Yes, definitely. And it's about it's about time we had a bit of luck in in that. I mean, the amount of games we've had so far this season where we've drawn or lost due to it coming off, you know, a dodgy deflection or coming off the post or bar or whatever has, has been a joke. As many as much as a joke of the amount of VAR decisions we've had going against us. But the fellows, yeah, was it Rodriguez? Was it? Oh, the striker. Yeah, he's pretty striker. Very good. Yeah, I mean, he, he should be disappointed in himself, really. Yeah. I mean, that that was the be- that was the best chance of the whole game. He had a couple of good chances. They, they had more good chances than we did. Um, yeah, I mean, but that, t- that you know, like I, say, I, 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 I would have put money on you scoring that, Dan. Well, you know I mean? I'm not wearing any pants at the moment. I'm just wearing socks. Talking of wearing almost nothing, Data <laughs> uh, sent us a cheeky tweet to the podcast account, and she's sitting there with her back to the camera. And uh, so if anyone wants to go and see that, you can see a little bit of data there, unless she's deleted it. Uh, it's not rude. It's art. I dare you. And, uh, right, people here talking about the left back. Rudy Rastos says, uh, 
Um, uh, Kalasnas is fit again. Saka shouldn't um, shouldn't be too injured. Cedric coming on soon, hopefully. And Michael Harneman says he might have seen the pictures that um, Stuart took midweek, saying he could see um, Tierney in full tra- in, in training again, running, sprinting, which is really good to see because that will give us a whole new dynamic and so much. When we've got Tierney playing left back and we've got Saka on the bench, and if Martin Elio or anyone's having a bad game, straight off Saka on. It's just a matter of time till these things come together. Um, oh, Data says we hope she hopes we like her hat. <laughs> oh, and Rudy's given us a thumbs up. Cheers, Rudy. Right, uh, coming you towards can the leave end. Leave your hat on. Shush. Right, seventy-eighth uh, minute. We are on the counter attack. Runners either side. Lacker and Gwendozi decide to fuck around with the ball in the middle of the pitch, just doing a few one-twos, doing that. And I'm thinking. What the hell? One of the Burnley players is down. Why are you two doing a little tappy-tappy to each other in the middle of the bloody field? Get the ball up there. Now, I couldn't see if anyone was ahead of them or there was nobody there, but I was just annoyed with that. I've only got three more notes. 82nd minute, good bit of work to Lacazette. He tries to turn in the box, couldn't get a decent angle on the shot, and Pope saves. Sums up Lacazette's day. 85th minute, good cross from Bellerin, goes over Alba's head. I think that was our possibly our one of our best chances of the game, but Bellerin, his, his crossing hasn't been what it needs to be lately. We need to sort out our crossing and get some better stuff on. And my final note, 93rd minute, Martinelli shot at Pope. Easy save, Nicky. Oh, in the last five minutes, did you think we were going to pull it off? No. I was. Sometimes when we watch Arsenal, you think, oh, we're going to mess it up. But I, I didn't think we were going to lose, but I didn't think we were going to win. Like, like I said, it got to about 60 minutes. I was like, this game's got draw written all over it. But that Martinelli chance, you looked at that. I mean, he done well to get it out of his feet from the cross from Bella. And the only thing that saw me there, well, you know, I just like a bit more movement. It seemed a lot of people just stand there and watch him. So I think that was like Lacazette was still on the pitch. I think at the time when um, Martinelli had the shot, or could have been NK, but I think it was Lacazette, and he was just standing there, ball watching, and people say about movement and stuff. No, you're going to have to go backwards into space, so he's got an option rather than standing like three yards away from him, because even if you um he has the shot, if you move five yards across you might take one of the defenders who are in front of Martinelli with you and that could open up like half a yard for him to get the shot away. But he just stood there rooted. So I think we, we have got to work more like on our movement in front of goal. But I don't know if that's... If we play these players, you know, like Lacazette, Aubameyang and Pepe or whoever, if we start playing them more and more together, they might get on a bit more of the same page. <laughs> True. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, sorry, David. David Keith. Yeah, I remember doing a little. I used to uh, help my grandparents do the Littlewoods pools, and they'd let me do the spot the ball competition. Song Yum Gurren. Should we shoot more? <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that one. Uh, and Don Juan. I don't put my face on things because I like to be. I. I, I don't want to. I, I do podcasts with Dan every now and then because I like doing it and like having a chat about football much the same way as I do with my mates on the WhatsApp group and on the phone. I don't want to do it because I want my my face out there for any reason. Do you know what I mean? It's, that's, that's, I don't know. I have a little bit of a vanity thing when it comes to that. And plus, I'm an ugly bastard. I, I really can confirm am. that. I've, uh, I've spoke to Gav on, face, on, on uh, WhatsApp video a couple of times and... 
You know, he's doing you a favour, people. If you didn't know people, Gav is one of the original seven that invented ABW. He did a few years, went away and did his shoe wash shop for a few years, and now he's ready to come back. So we're just warming him up, and you see more of him. And in fact, Nicky is going to be on more often as well because he's he's got all his lovely uh, Twitch set up. Um, so uh, yeah, before I do that, I've got Nicky's. There you go. If you have um, Twitch. Go to this. That is Nikki's channel on Twitch. He does lots and lots of stuff. If you like violent games, death games, murder games, oh. Japanese nonsense games, Dragon Ball Z, where you just got these characters flying through the air collecting green things. And whenever I turn up, he has a clip from Alan and Partridge's. He's going, Dan, 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 Dan. And then I only. That is right, isn't it? It's in the car park, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and when I go on there, he's got that little bit saved, so he plays it when I go on there. Sometimes that's the only reason I go there. I don't like any of the games that he plays. I want to try and get him to play um, uh, My Time in Porsche or something something kind and loving where you don't kill anything. That's not your kind of game, is it, Nick? No, I mean, people could turn up if they want. They could just come and moan about football if they want. I mean, you've said this a few times, and I don't think I've had anyone follow me yet, so... Yeah, the bastards. I was tweeting out to 35,000 people, and not one of you fuckers turns up to go and watch him. A gooner on Twitch... All the time. Oh, no, I, I don't even know what Twitch is. Good, you're too old. Yeah. I'm, no, fu- I'm fucking younger. I'm younger than you. You keep your noise down, you cheeky chops. Fucking right. bollocks to you. <laughs> <laughs> We've done an hour and five minutes. Um, Nick, final summary on the game and where do you see us kind of going when after the we've got now winter break for the beginning of spring. Lovely. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think we're. I think they're. Are they going warm weather training or something in Dubai again? Well, they did, but I don't think they're allowed to play any games. This because I think last year didn't we play a friendly game? I think yeah, they used it to. Oh, we all need a rest. We all need to lay down. But we're going to go and play a million pound games somewhere. No, you're not. Yeah, and then then they came back and they completely capitulated till the end of the season on our easy running compared to everybody else and then we didn't even finish in the Champions League but I mean this game I think like a lot of the games since I said that proves we've got a lot of work to be he's got a lot of work to do we've got some players that have got a so plus let's say we've got a few players to come back especially the fullbacks so hopefully in a fortnight like the guy said earlier in the chat if Tierney's back in training hopefully he'll be there in a fortnight I think um What's his name? Is it Socrates? No, not Socrates. Who's the okay. left back? Yeah, he's, he'll be back as well. So hopefully we can get everyone back, at least some of the defenders back fit. And if we could play the same back four for a few games run, and then we'll, we'll be able to see exactly what Arteta can do. Because if he keeps changing at every side, we're going to struggle, aren't we? Oh, David Keefe is on our level. Yeah, very true, Nick. David Keefe is on our level. Never mind going off to Dubai. I'll send her to Beirut. It's not the 70s or 80s anymore, David. I think that favourite West Tehran, isn't it? I I'll send half of them to Chernobyl. Oh, there we oh. go. That's, that's, you've moved into the mid mid 80s now. Yeah. Uh, I'd send them to, uh, to Butlins. <laughs> Gav, a summary of how you feel about the game and where do you think we're going to be going when we come back? Yeah, no, I mean, from from a tactical perspective today, we didn't. <clears throat> what we've been doing well under Arteta is the fullbacks getting forwards uh, and overlapping, uh, much the same as your hipster pals were saying about uh, the inverted fullback, uh, <clears throat> which we didn't do today. There wasn't a lot of times when the left or right back was getting past 
you know, and midfield, let alone our forwards. And that's that's where we went wrong. Uh, I don't think it's a defensive issue. I think the defenders that have come in have, have done a good job, even though it'd be completely ideal to be playing the same for every single game. Tyranny, or Tierney, or our friend from the Isle of Man, he should really, really thrive in this system and this format. Uh, and he should really, really thrive underneath Arteta's tactical layout of the side. But I just think the problem, the problem's been with, with, with the midfield. That, that's that's all I can think of. Really, it's, it's just a, a midfield issues that we're having. Do you think Not it's saying, going to come good sooner or later? No, I think a couple of them need to go, and a couple of players need to come in. And I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm not slagging off particular players in, in any way, shape, or form. I just the whole chemistry between them isn't working. I didn't particularly understand why uh, Gwendozi was starting as opposed to our our friend who likes his Frey Bentos pies. Yeah, that was we didn't bring that but, up, did we? That is a strange move because the the yeah. partnership in central midfield has been key to us this season in our in our exactly. um, rejuvenation. Yeah, that was exactly. really, that, that was um, that was working really well, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, you, you don't know. I mean, he, you know, he could have got a lock in training. His numbers might have been falling off, or or whatever. You, you never know. And even when he did come on, I don't think he made a difference. Really, I think it was it was almost like a combined shitness from the majority of our forward going players today, and I'm including the. The left and right backs, who I don't think think done well. Um, like I say, Saka getting the knock on his knee, uh, and then spending twenty minutes with him just limping about on the pitch, done us zero favours. So <clears throat> I don't think Arteta's still got hmm. has come out of it completely scot free. But yeah, no, I hope they all have a, a week off with their wives and their families, and go and get pissed or whatever they want to do, and then have a week of tactical training. It's got- yeah, so uh, we're not back now until the 16th of February, uh, home to Newcastle, away to Olympiacos, home to Everton, home to Olympiacos, and then, uh, oh, no, the uh, the away to Man City has been postponed, probably, actually, I don't know, what, my apologies. It's because they're, yeah, they're in the League Cup final. Yeah, Cup final. Ah, good. Well, good luck to Aston Villa in that one. Right. Um, Fuck them. Yes, that is, uh, that is, that's us done. Oh, apparently the um, the Spurs game is all kicking off. Right, so I'm just reading a few more messages, make sure everything's done. Uh, we must say thank you very much to the wonderful human beings that stuffed money down my pants. David Marr, J House Me, J H House Media, Sir Alan Bastard MP, and Michael Hanneman, and finally J Rob as usual. Thank you very much to all you uh, cheeky monkeys for giving us money. Um, I found someone who is going to do the ABW shirts and give them all of our money that we've got saved and buy loads of lovely shirts. Gav, where can people find you on the interwebs if they want to come and send you uh, pictures of them on the toilet? I don't really want pictures of people on toilets. I really, really don't. And I don't really want any pictures of the person in jail who's just got over from herpes either. (laughs) (coughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I'm at SheWar. You can... Send me abuse or stop following me because I put pictures up of lovely dogs. How oh can I lose? God, I, 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 nerves. I know. I think it did a few people. I lost. I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know exactly, but I think I lost in excess of a hundred people who don't like seeing dogs. The majority of which were wearing Arsenal scarves and Arsenal shirts. How can you not like? Um, I mean, you've got to worry about anybody who likes cats. Got some bad news for you. Saturday, you lost seventy-five followers. Friday, you lost one hundred and fifty-five followers. I did. I did. I did. I did mention Brexit. <laughs> oh, so did I. Just to wind people up, and not a single person bit. Oh, I lost. How, hold on. How do you know that? I don't even know that. How do you know that? Uh, you can go. You go to Social Blade and have a look at. I'll um. I'll put it in the. I'll, I'll DM it to you the link so you can go and have a look. No, I lost. I lost one hundred and fifty people because I said. Let's... No, you lost two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty. What over yeah. the? Is that is that combined? Is that is that the combined dogs and Brexit scenario? <laughs> it doesn't break it down into which one of your annoying tweets fucked people off the most, but. <laughs> Sunny so TV is doing a, a live show now, another live reaction show. So go over to Sunny TV Unfiltered. He's a, he does a good show. That'd be good to go and watch. Get him on top of the link, put it in it. And we're waffling now. Right. Thank you very much, Nick, for joining us tonight. Will you come back and grace us with your presence one more time? Of course I will, mate. You lovely, lovely man. And uh, I think I've still got... There you go. I've still got Nick's thing. If you've got Twitch, go and follow Nick on Twitch. If you've got Amazon Prime, you can give it to him because uh, we don't deserve it. But we might start tweet streaming to Twitch at the same time as YouTube for the three people that actually know what Twitch is. Gav, thank you very much for joining us. That is now back-to-back shows that you have done. You are far too kind. Oh, no. Thanks thanks for having me, mate. I've enjoyed it. It's just a... Like I say, as you said from the start of the show, it's just a shame that we've had such a shit game to have a chat about, hasn't it? It is indeed. Right, that is the end of the show. Thank you very much, everybody, for watching us. We will probably be back on Wednesday with a podcast, if uh, if I can get Oh, actually, Carl said he's free, and so is Josh. So, um, yes, we'll be back on, on Wednesday with, uh, with a show. Uh, enjoy the two weeks of no football because it'll drive me nuts and never know when we come back it might even be spring it might even be tulips for everybody right cheery bye up the arsenal as soon as i scored that goal i was fucking livid splendid business get down dog <laughs>